You're listening to the greatest multifamily investment advice show. My name is Adam Ross, and now I'm talking everything multifamily for an in-depth conversation, and I will be diving deep into raising capital, deals, and underwriting process. Welcome back to the greatest multifamily advice show. Today we have Esther Lopin, real estate investor and realtor from New York region. Help me to welcome our exceptional guest. How are you, Esther? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Thanks a lot. Thanks for uh, being with us today, and I appreciate you taking the time. Sure. Uh, your background is super impressive from teacher to successful uh, multifamily investor, raising capital, working in both multifamily and commercial spaces in four years. So before we start uh, talking about uh, your success, what was the beginning look like for you? Okay. Uh, well, beginning of my career, I'm a speech language pathologist. I graduated 2007 with my master's degree and have worked in the space for about 10 years, I'd say. Mm. And then I decided to pivot for several reasons into real estate. Mm. Started on the residential end as a broker and got involved in commercial brokerage. Um, did very well in a very short period of time, then got involved in raising equity. When one of my clients had asked me to help them find equity, Okay. At the time, I knew nothing about it, uh, but once the client asked me, I said, you know, I figured I'll do him a favor. I just closed the deal with him. So went out and looked for equity. Within two phone calls, I found equity. I found him an equity partner, uh, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. We could do more of this. I got very involved in raising equity, connecting co-GPs and JVs hmm. to sponsors, and then I decided to take, a, take it a step forward and open a fund. So hmm. now I manage a fund. I've successfully raised, I've done my first raise through the fund, hmm. which was pretty exciting. It's a goal that I was trying to achieve for a while. Yeah. Uh, besides for that, we're active investors purchasing office industrial triple net retail properties. Hmm. But I help other people find capital. Um, I do that for others, not for myself. So hmm. that's pretty much in short what's going on. <laughs> okay. So my first question question to you will be what is the upside of your market especially that you are in already fringe market the pricing is going crazy on uh new new york so why not the rest of uh, like especially right now the trend is going south with the rent is affordable even the commercial space is affordable what is the upside of uh, new york for you Oh, actually, I don't just stick to New York. I live in New York, but I work nationwide. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm all over the place in the US of A, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. So, my next question will be as a commercial space, what was the upside or uh, the pros of the commercial uh, real estate versus multifamily? Um, by commercial, are you referring to industrial? Uh, industrial, industrial and uh, uh, office spaces and, and so on. Okay. Uh, self-storages yeah so the reason we started um, investing in those assets is just because we are finding good deals in those assets but mm. not necessarily because we thought that they were better actually office and retail right now are not the best assets to invest in it has mm. to be very location specific it has to be a very very good um, deal good tenants you know nice returns long-term lease in order to go there mm. Um, multifamily is always a great place to invest because everyone always needs a place to live. Mm. So um, that's just the reason, you know, uh, we started go investing in those areas just because um, we had good deals coming our way. 
that we couldn't refuse. So r- right now your focus is more on acquiring or raising fund. Like what is, because you mentioned that you, as a, as a start, you were connecting the co-GPs, LPs, and GPs as a start. Right now your focus is more on raising the fund and working on a specific market or as you mentioned, uh, nationwide. Um, so we do, we're focused on both. We're focused on acquiring and I am focused on uh, raise and uh, connecting capital. Oh, okay. Uh, we do both. So my husband kind of takes care of our acquisitions. I take care of everyone else's. Okay, great. Yeah. So yeah, that's how we work it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what was your other question? If uh, we're at which area? Uh, no, my yeah. other question was, uh, to be honest, is how many uh, units under management now bear uh, niche? So you're working on multifamily and also commercial spaces. How many uh, units now under management? Um, so what I do is I help other sponsors kind of uh, raise money in a, in, a, in a legal way. So I do, I connect them to co-GPs and JVs. Oh, okay. So I, I, yeah, so I, I, that's my focus, connecting them to co-GPs and JVs. I do own some property too, um, but my main focus is connecting spon- sponsors together, sort of like matchmaking them oh. and yeah, finding the equity partner with the the asset manager or the KP, disconnect the two of them and um, work it that way. Okay, okay, okay. For raising capital, what was a game changer for you to uh, actually focus on this? And what was your really uh, learned lesson to achieve great great results on raising capital? Especially that you started just, I think, three, four years back. So I think it was a learning curve in the beginning. So what was the game changer for you? Uh, doing Listening to a lot of podcasts, talking to a lot of attorneys, um, you know, making sure I know all the laws and regulations, uh, familiarizing myself with the market, what's going on, um, and then networking. Networking is the key to success over here. So it's um, making connections, figuring out who does what, um, and trying my best to stay on top of Everything that's going on in the market, you know, what people are investing in, what, you know, what investors want to see, the trends, the locations, the different assets, just studying it all and, you know, seeing what's what makes most sense and trying to do my best to help as many people as possible. Is uh, your career as a realtor help you on, on networking, like help you on uh, expand your network on your community or? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So moving on to a uh, specific about your niche, uh, what is your target market right now? I don't really have a niche or a target market. Um, really? I, wear, I wear several hats in the space uh, as a realtor investor and capital connector fund manager. Hmm. Um, and I'm nationwide. So I don't really have uh, a specific niche. I, I just like networking and making connections. And I think that's my niche networking. Um, but I don't really have a specific asset or location that I'm focused on. Uh, Now, basically what you're saying is you're looking for the good deals in all of the different commercial spaces, whatever multifamily or whatever it is, you're looking for numbers, correct? Well, it depends if I'm, if I'm connecting the capital or if I'm acquiring it. So if I'm acquiring it, I have my criteria Hmm. right now. We're looking at office, industrial, triple net retail. We Hmm. are pretty opportunistic. So we'll look at some hotels 
if it makes sense. We're looking at land potentially to develop mm. industrial properties. But on the capital connecting end, I work on all assets in all locations. Dep oh, okay. Every every situation differs, mm. obviously, depending on um, so many so many different you know criteria. Correct. So, and uh, in, in this point, especially that you, uh, on your side of acquiring your uh, assets, what how are you dealing with uh, the boots on the ground when you're investing in new new in new market? Especially as you're saying that you're working on different markets and it's based on um, numbers again. But uh, again, you're gonna need boots on the ground, property management, um, contractors, uh, even connection on this. So. How you manage to invest on a new market, especially with your approach? So I actually own some property that I've actually never seen um, because I partnered with people that I totally, totally trust. Okay. Um, and they're boots on the ground. And I get constant okay. reports of what's going on. And I trust them and, you know, uh, have a good feeling about it. So they're taking asset managing most of it. Um, I can, I do whatever I can do from my house in New York. Okay. Um, but yeah, I own properties that I don't actually deal with the contractors or actually have never, some of them have never seen. So um, it's connecting with people, partnering with people that you trust and, you know, everyone does their fair share of work. So this is basically usually is like a GP, uh, not, not GP, GP, co-GP, like you acting as a co-GP and Correct. whose boot in the ground is the GP? Exactly. Co-GP so, situation. Okay. We're so both, we're both we're both co-GPs. We're all we're, there are several co-GPs on the deal. Oh, okay. And you know, I am just one of them, but there's the main the lead sponsor is boots on the ground, the oh, asset manager. Sense. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, my next question will be about your criteria. So when you're looking for multifamily now, what is your target cap rate and how you do, but based on what you're saying, that who do the due diligence on this deal is basically the the main GP, correct? Every deal is different. There's no you know set rules or you know there's no set way of doing it. It's okay. every single deal has its own you know people involved. Everyone has different roles. Sometimes in some deals, one person gonna have several roles hmm. um, versus other deals. So every single situation is different. 100%, 100%. Can we jump to your largest deal so far? If you can uh, tell us about the breakdown, how you get the deal, uh, what was uh, the size of it, um, what was the upside about the, the deal, which market? Are you asking as a buyer or as a capital connector? Yeah, both. <laughs> which one was my biggest deal? Um, honestly, just to be honest, my, my husband takes care of our acquisitions and they're doing more than I even know about. So I don't even know everything that's going on on that end. Every day I hear of another deal. Um, so I don't even know, but we recently acquired a 350,000 square foot industrial property. The exact details, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of really big things and cool things happening on all ends. Okay. Okay. So one of the questions always is to make your deal is um, investor friendly. So what was like your approach to make uh, your to attract um, passive investor to your deals? Because this is one of the 
things make it uh, easier for yourself uh, on the future. So what was uh, your approach to make it an uh, investor-friendly deal? Uh, just to clarify my previous comments is that my husband uh, acquires our properties. My focus is capital connecting. Oh, okay. So that's, that's where my energy and focus is. Okay. But we are acquiring, often, oftentimes I source the deals and then hand it over to the team and then sort of forget about them um, because I can't do everything. And I have children. I don't know if you mentioned that, but I have children too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. You have eight, eight children. I have eight children, thank God. Yeah. yeah. What's um, the age, by the way? Three and a half to 16. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wide range. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank God. Uh, but now to this question, what's my strategy of attracting investors? So I never really have a strategy to attract investors because I believe that if it's a good deal, mm. the investors will want it. Mm. Um, so I never push any investor into investing in a deal. Like I won't do things to make people go, you know, go into a deal or convince them that it's a good deal if it's not. Um, but to find investors, you know, I just... I do a lot of research on the deals that I bring to my investors. I do a lot of research. I'm vetting the sponsors. I'm underwriting the deals, making sure the, the term hold is decent and making sure the returns are decent. So before I bring a deal to my investors, limit to my limited partners, I'm going to make sure that it's a solid, solid deal and I review it thoroughly. So it has to be a really solid opportunity to bring to my investors. And I always tell my investors that I... I'm showing you that I like the deal by me putting my own money in. Hmm. So I always invest in every single deal. My own money goes into every single deal that I raise for hmm. uh, from LPs. So that's my criteria is good deals, good sponsors. I start with the good sponsor first. So you have always skin on the game, shows that you're interested, you trust right. the deal. Yeah, exactly. great approach. Yeah, correct. Um, one of the things always is uh, marketing for your deals. So what was your criteria was accredited investors and qualified investors? Do you work with both? Do you work only with accredited investors or you have your fund for both sides? So I've done both. I've done a 506B and I've done a 506C from yeah. accredited and non-accredited. Um, each one has their pro and con. Hmm. Uh, you know, obviously 506Cs, you're allowed to advertise it and you can... Um, but you can only take in accredited investors mm. versus the B. You are not allowed to advertise it, and you're only allowed to take 35 sophisticated investors and and uh, um, accredited investors as well. Um, so each one has their pro and con. I've done both. So can you enlighten the listener a little bit about 506B, which is basically about friends and family and 506C, yeah. and um, of course, uh, we. Um, if if anyone uh, listening to this, he have to uh, consult his uh, security lawyers. It's just uh, our um, uh, understanding of uh, the current um, legislation on the US market. Correct. So, yeah. what is your uh when we you started working with accredited investor from the beginning was or you started with uh friends and family how you started raising capital started from friends and family my first one was a b um started that way and then when my fund went live 
I wanted it to be a C so that I could advertise that I have a fund hmm. and just get the word out there. So that was the reason I went with the C for my fund. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So right now with the current inflation and uh, the interest rate, what was uh, the impact on your market? The actual on the inventory and how you see the actual market now, especially that you are a realtor too, beside your investor, what was the uh, impact on your market? In terms of the interest rates going up? I know on the inventory, the prices and oh. the impact your, on your business as a multifamily investor or uh, as so, a commercial space investor. Yeah, so overally, I think inventory was tight um, the last two, three years for sure. Hmm. It's been hard to find good deals hmm. on all ends. Um, they always say like cash is king. Now they're saying good deals are king. If you have a good deal, you're, you have the upper hand. Um, it's, it wasn't easy finding good deals. That's why I was talking to a lot of brokers, making a lot of connections, getting out there. Um, in terms of the cap rates now, um, the cap rates now being a little squeezed was also you know tough to find solid opportunities going in. With the cap rates being squeezed down, interest rates going up, it makes it even tougher right now to you know evaluate good deals uh it's just the markets it's we're in a shaky place right now let's let's see what happens in the next little bit if we're talking about uh, your strengths what will be your superpower on like the connect- business i like connecting i think that's my superpower um networking I, I call myself a serial networker um i like to connect people get to know people i think that's my strength um in this business so what is your, uh, if we can say, what is your daily routine for networking? What you do every month uh, about uh, expanding your network? Uh, I network online and offline. Um, so I go to a lot of events. Hmm. Um, I connect with people on LinkedIn. Um, I interact with people constantly, constantly meeting people. Um, my calendars, back-to-back meetings, uh, you know, set up. I, I work very hard and, um, you know, do my best to connect as many people as, as, as I can. That's my goal. Yeah. On the beginning, you mentioned uh, that you were listening to podcasts, but I would like to focus on something else, which is who was your influential mentor on your career on the last four years? Who made like a big uh, um, part on your advancement in your career so far? Uh, that's a good question. Um, not really anybody because I'm very self-motivated. Mm. Um, you know, I, I kind of, I never joined any mastermind. I never, you know, joined mm. any groups. I'm totally self-taught. Had no one that inspired me to get into this. It was totally my own self-doing. Um, so really, um, tuning to my own horn, sort of following my own, lead and not really mm. i don't really consult with anyone i mean obviously here and there um you know per if if need be i'll reach out to someone ask them their opinion or or you know hire people that that i think um can help me facilitate things better but i've been um totally self-motivated on my own an inspiration in the field um has been yona weiss i really admire him um, he's, you know, a great networker and always out there and always making great connections and he has a great podcast. So, um, 
you know, shout out to Yona Weiss. 100%. So uh, bringing back to Zess, because your self-motivation, uh, did you did you get any education from books? Any book have grabbed your attention about multifamily or business in general? Tons of podcasts. Only podcasts, no, no yeah. books. I don't really have too much time to read. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Okay. I could listen while I'm going for a walk or if I'm taking my kids, you know, if they let me put on a podcast, <laughs> you know, if they let me, yeah. but, uh, but even lately it's been a little slower cause I'm so busy. So how are you dealing with eight kids and just to, like how you go from place to place with eight kids, by the way, it's, uh, <laughs> you <laughs> have to have question. two cars at least. I think. Well, well, we have a big car. We have a 12 passenger. So, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So when we're going on family trips, we take the yeah. big, but I call it my bus. Um, so we 100%. Take bus, yeah. yeah, we take the bus out. Yeah. Um, how do we manage? It's a good question. I have a lot of help. Um, mm. you know, I have help at home, um, help with the kids. The kids are all in school. So, mm. you know, if I have generally from like nine to three, mm. generally free, I mean, every other day, someone else is home and uh, there's always a different schedule every day, but it's, it's a juggle. It's, a, you know, and what, yeah, but uh, I work a lot. I work a lot around the kids. So in between, hmm. so it's a, uh, it's, it's a daily uh, juggle. There's never two days that are alike. So it's some days I have to, I may have to cancel things because of the kids or, um, you know, they always come first. They're my priority. So I try Did to you at least get work. nominated for the best mom of the year. At least. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you could submit that to somewhere. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. We have to start to this. Uh, <laughs> you don't get recognition for being good. It's generally the people that are not good that get recognition, you yeah. know, or get newsworthy or whatever. But no, I never received a reward for working so hard and being a mom. <laughs> no, not only a yeah. mom, it's eight, uh, yeah. especially uh, like I have two kids yeah. and I'm struggling with them. I have 10 and uh, three, but yeah. it's a really tough job. But with eight, I'm, I cannot imagine my, my life, to be honest, especially yeah. that you 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 really did progress on your career lately a lot. Yeah. And I think your, your husband was not part of uh, your business, but he started to be with you or it was from the beginning partnership between you and your husband. Um, so my husband was always involved in real estate to a certain extent when I wasn't. Okay. Um, he also has some businesses. So uh, only recently we kind of started. I we, since I got involved, I you know mm -hmm. I got involved with him somewhat in the business. Um, yeah, but that was just since I got involved. That's when we sort of started collaborating more on real estate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one question about the fund and syndication. What was the upside for you to use raising a fund versus syndication deal? So I've done both. I've syndicated yeah. a deal. And um, uh, what what was the reason I've done the fund? Yeah, what question? was the upside for you to say, okay, it's better for me business-wise to work on a fund uh, versus uh, syndication? Because you it's said... Not Recently, mm -hmm. you started to have your own fund. It was a goal for you. So uh, yeah. why? Well, my fund is still a deal. It's on a deal by deal basis. So okay. I'm, I'm not just raising money and uh, allocating it. I'm raising on a per deal basis. I like when things are transparent. Mm. I like when the investors see the opportunity. And I'm also still too new to do a you know blind pool fund. 
Hmm. So I, I raise on a per deal basis. Okay. Okay. Um, my last question will be, how the people can follow your success? I'm on Instagram at SD Lowenbine, Facebook, hmm. uh, LinkedIn, Esther Rises Lowenbine. Welcome to follow me and see my crazy life. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's very crazy. Thank but God. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have it any other way. I love yeah. it. Any fun recently? Any trips? Uh, we took the kids to Orlando okay. uh, mid, yeah, midwinter. Okay, good. Um, yeah. And then I've taken a lot of business trips without the kids. So, um, uh, but I, I always go for work. So, mm. you know, I don't really, I try not to go for long. I try to go mm. just for the purpose of the trip and then come straight back home because I can't leave my kids for too long. 100%, 100%. Yeah. So again, thanks a lot for coming to the show today. And we're really happy to bring you again to the show to t- tell us more about your success stories. Thank you. Thanks for having me on.